Oh, you dare! You jerk. I'm too old for this. <clears throat> Let me check my voice. <clears throat> Sness. Sness. You gotta land on the land. You had to be there. Multi-dimensional. More than one. Holding. Holding. Please hold. Hello, audience. Welcome. Thanks for coming. We hope you have an enjoyable time here. We yeah, have no obviously. idea what we're doing. <laughs> this is our pilot episode pilot of episode. this Smells Burnt podcast, where we talk about, uh, we pick a game, uh, usually randomly this time. A video just, game. A video Let's game. Sorry. Yes. Good job. A video game. Uh, we choose one randomly this time. It, we chose it on purpose because it's our first time. And we kind of play it. But you can't guess which one it is. <laughs> We're not saying it yet, but you'll right. find out why it's our pilot episode. Um, so I lost my train of thought. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we talk, We pick a game randomly from a list, and then uh, we play that game for a period of time. And then the next episode, we'll talk about that. Um, so at the end of the episode, we'll reveal what game we're going to be playing next. And yep. you listeners can choose to play along um, and try it out with us so i think that's pretty cool so something to note with this podcast is um we don't know yet how often we'll be uploading new episodes and that doesn't give us a whole lot of time to like play through some games like for example like maybe we can play through metroid super metroid in a week but that'd be kind of pushing it it would be pretty hard to run through like final fantasy 4 in a week right so obviously there's going to be some considerations that we might just play like a couple hours enough to get a good sense for the game we might use save states. We might use other stuff like that. The main idea is just to like get together and talk about it. But yeah. we're still ironing out some of the kinks. So Yep, that is correct. We're your two hosts for this episode. I'm Chris. I'm Ollie. Hi. And we play games sometimes, and we talk about them sometimes, too. Yeah, let, let's explain how we know each other. So I met Ollie a, a bajillion years ago, a, a time before the at millennium. Least, at least, yeah, two decades. <laughs> it's been over two decades. Yeah, 25 years? I don't like that at all. Yeah, we're old compared to some population of people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going downhill so fast. Yeah, so we've known each other for a long time. Uh, Chris and his family are professional video game players. That is not true. Even before esports was a thing. Oh, my. Well, what I mean is they just play a lot of video games. I go over to his house, and there'd be towers of game cartridges. Towers, okay. And consoles and video game discs. To be fair, Chris, when I left for college, it was not nearly as bad as it is now. Okay. Like a lot of video games. And so we had played a lot of video games together. Yep. And Chris has a lot of really good video games. Like he like somehow has a copy of Chrono Trigger. True. SNES. Final Fantasy Chrono 3. Trigger. Yeah. True. SNES. Final Chrono Fantasy Trigger. 6. Final Fantasy 3. SNES. 6. SNES. And Secret of Mana all on cart. And he bought it when it was out in stores. Like True. who does that? I mean, I didn't buy it. My my dad bought it, but yeah. But still, like, oh my gosh. Like, I kid you not, at least as of like a year or two ago, Corona Trigger in cart goes for $200. Yeah, it's crazy. Y'all are insane. I know. Okay, so, I mean, I here is my best video gaming story having to do with Corona Trigger slash the best gaming story that I have. Okay. I was, oof, I don't remember when I got Corona Trigger. I was like 10, 11, or 12. And I just like really wanted it and it had been out for years at this point. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, and for my birthday, like our family would just sit at our table. It was like a family birthday. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad just puts down a box and it says Noel. They used it as the birthday box for forever, even though it's a Christmas box. I don't know why. <laughs> and I opened it and there's just a loose card of Chrono Trigger. I immediately grab it, hold it in the air like Tron with my hands above my head, scream. Yes. 
and distinctly remember thinking, should I just go start playing this or should I stay here for cake? <laughs> That's how excited I was for it. I don't know. You got it for your birthday. Yep. That's amazing. What I do remember is that, so I, my first experience with Chrono Trigger, we're probably going to do a Chrono Trigger episode, so I won't do all the story. At some point. But at some point. But I remember Chris coming up to me and saying, did you know that the opening song for Chrono Trigger uses a real life saxophone? Did I, I really like, say that? Yeah. And that's like patently false. Like there's no <laughs> yeah, saxophone. Extremely false. It's like, if anything, they sampled one and like <laughs> put it into the sound cart. But like. I don't remember saying this, but that's something. Yeah. I yeah. He's just said. like, whoa, it's so cool. The music's amazing, but. The music is amazing. So. Today, I mean, uh, about a week ago, I think. Yeah, as Ollie said, we are going to talk about Chrono Trigger at a later date. We didn't want it to be the pilot episode. So, but also it's a longer game. So it is a longer game. So we chose a game that we could get a feel for quickly, and since it's our pilot episode, we decided oh, to play Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings for SNES. Also, it's really easy to play because it's on the Nintendo Switch Online SNES app. So indeed, it just kind of worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Pilot Wings was developed for the SNES. It released in Japan. Chris is reading this off a of, off of script. Okay. Well, I have some facts and I'm reading them. Okay. okay. It was, sorry, it was developed by the Nintendo Entertainment Analysis and Development Team, or EAD, led by Shigeru Miyamoto. Well, there you go. Yeah. It was released December 21st, 1990 in Japan, which was one month after the Super Famicom launch. So, was it a launch title technically or not? It wasn't for the Super Famicom in Japan, but it was for the U.S. on August 13th, 1991. There you go. Okay. And the genre of this game is, I looked on Wikipedia, it said amateur flight simulator. So, sure. Seems fine. <laughs> I have dabbled once or twice with Microsoft Flight Simulator, and it is so much simpler than that. And so I think amateur yeah, And when you say that, you mean Pilot Wings is much more simpler than... Yes, yes. yes okay, yes. yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, so it is a single-player game, as yeah. are most of them in the series. It is in a series. Uh, the next game is Pilot Wings 64, and the third game that I've never heard of. And then I guess technically is there's like the... There's like a Wii... Wasn't there like a Pilot Wings Wii Resort thing? There is a Pilot Wings Resort, and it was released for the 3DS in 2010. Oh, okay. But yeah, so that is the Pilot Wings trilogy, I guess. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone refer to it as a trilogy, but there you go. There you have it. So, Ollie, Pilot Wings SNES. And if anybody gets annoyed by me saying SNES, I'm not going to say Super Nintendo or SNES every single time, okay? Well, I will say SNES, so sorry. And that's fine. That's fine. They'll get, be annoyed and happy SNES. at the same time. SNES. <laughs> so, like Ollie, what were your... SNES. <laughs> okay. Ollie, what were your initial impressions so, of Pilot Wings when you played it? So, are we talking about this one time that we played this week, or are we talking about, like, ever? Ever. Because, yeah. like, I've played Pilot Wings at our next-door neighbor's house growing up before I even met Chris. Like, so I used oh, to wow. live in a different state before we ever met. And, like, our next-door neighbor had an SNES in the basement. And it was really dark <laughs> and, like, scary. He also had, <laughs> like, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and I hated that game. <laughs> anyway, so Pilot Wings, was, my first experience was there. But I never really played it to any extent because I was, like, what, five years old? And I didn't yeah. understand how video games worked. So it's only like more recently that I've actually played any to any extent of it. It's pretty fun. It's it's hard like a lot of like like launch SNES titles are like a lot of NES titles are. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's good. 
I, it's impressive, like flying the light plane, how it's like actually kind of feels like a plane. It's not like, like Star Fox or any of these other like action shooters where you can just like turn on a dime, like you kind of have right. to like bank around and that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. And for me, um, I've played it total, maybe two to three hours. Really? Right? You didn't have it on your SNES? I did. I did not have pilot wings. Yeah. I've really? looked at the launch titles. I think the only launch title that we had was Super Mario World. We had Greatest, right? Greatest 3, yeah. If that was a launch title too, then yeah, we had that. So those are the two launch titles that we had. So now we had rented Pilot Wings 64 and tried it out. So when I saw Pilot Wings got added to the SNES thing on the Switch, I was like, so weak. And, you know, it was fine. Well, that's that's kind of the thing because it's very clearly a launch title. And it's it's an interesting game because... It's still a huge jump over the SNES. Like you look at the mm-hmm. graphics and like the sprites and everything, but it's almost like a tech demo for Mode Seven. Like yep. we were actually talking about this earlier, how funny it is. Like literally, almost everything is a Mode Seven layer. Literally everything. Like now, the title as it like spins in, it says Pilot Wings. That's <laughs> yep. Mode Seven. Whenever you're selecting whichever like vehicle you use, and like zooms forward, that's also Mode Seven. Like basically, like literally like, everything. <laughs> like there's the plane. And then there's the little HUD at the top that shows like your speed and stuff mm-hmm. and your timer. And then literally everything else is mode seven. Is mode it's just seven, like the yeah. entire game is mode seven. So for those of you who've never heard of mode seven, it's basically was one of the Super Nintendo's new thing over the NES where you could take a sprite, put it as the background, and then you could like move it, rotate it, zoom in, zoom out, however you wanted with it. It was like a special hardware graphical mode. Like the modes refer to like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight. And there had to do with a special capability of the GPU that they designed for the SNES. Mm-hmm. And, but that was the big differentiator. Like the, the Genesis had blast processing to be able to stream whatever. But uh, Mode 7 was kind of SNES's big thing to have like 3D-like effects before yep. they had the Super FX show. Yep. 3D-like effects is a good description of it. And like, like F-Zero, uh, Mario Kart, Super, Super Mario, Mario Kart. Kart, both of those use uh mode seven to kind of look like you're driving into the screen yep. even though like on screen all it is is like a sprite that has multiple sprites for like rotation and then it just kind of is stationary and then they just pan this layer around yep. on the floor kind of and um with that also rpgs like some of the rpg world maps were mode seven. oh yeah for sure yeah so interesting stuff mode seven so mode seven Let's get on to the gameplay aspects. Okay. So as I said before, it's an amateur flight simulator. And as Ollie said, it's really a Mode 7 demo. Like, look at all the cool stuff you can do with Mode 7. Um, there are four main flight vehicles. Or There's not more? So there's four main ones. Okay. Because right? I was kind of thinking with like the way that the screen is laid out that maybe there was five. I just didn't get that far. So there's the light plane, which is just like a biplane, basically. Um, a rocket belt, which is like a jetpack, sort of, mostly. Yeah. Um, skydiving, which isn't a vehicle, but you skydive. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have your hang glider. There is a secret mission. I'm not sure how to access to it, or, or if it's just like a normal mission in between the eight lessons in the game, where you fly an attack helicopter, and it's kind of like a whoa <laughs> i i just watched a video on it it looks kind of like a like a what are those like a shmup-esque view where you're huh. like flying around and like attacking things on the ground slash in the air i don't so know it's like it uh fine. xevious or something 
Sure. I've never heard of that, but yeah. Xevious is like one of the first shmups that had like a ground as well as air. So you like shoot and then you uh, fire bombs onto the ground. Anyway. Kind of like Twin B, right? Well, Where Twin we B, yeah. But Twin B is like many years after, after Xevious. Yeah, yeah. yeah Xevious okay. was the first one. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, and then each vehicle has its own like goal that you need to complete, right? Yeah. So some of them you fly through rings or like get to a spot. And then it's like, okay, now go land on the runway or this specific pad. And like ostensibly, it's like, oh, you're trying to get your flying, your your pilot's license. Right. You have to do all so, this. And that's basically things. the story. Yeah. <laughs> right? There's not there's not a story. Well, the story is you getting your pilot's license. It, it's an arcade game. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Um, so there are secret bonus stages where on the, let's see, skydiving, rocket belt, or hang glider, there are moving platforms on the map. That you're mm-hmm. like flying above slash falling into. Yeah. Um, and if you land on those, you get to go to a bonus stage. Really? One of the bonus stages, you're a penguin diving off a diving board into a pool, which is basically the same mechanics as skydiving. I never knew this. I just thought there were bonus points landing on the moved platforms. That's crazy. So you get bonus points for landing on them, and then you go to a bonus stage where you can earn oh, more points. Cool. Right. And with Neat. those more points, you can get the there's like a point threshold, right? If you have three sure. vehicles, maybe you need to get 220 points and the quote max unquote is 100 points per vehicle okay but if you hit like 120 on a stage because you go to the bonus stage then you may only need to complete two of the three vehicles to move on sure right so the other bonus stages you bounce a winged man across trampolines all right i don't know um <laughs> uh, and then you uh another one you just like take off as the wing man and you like glide him as far as possible and get points based off that yeah, the only thing I can think of when you mentioned that is the uh, the recent uh, Pilot Wing sixty four commercial. Oh, when it released on the SNES or on the yeah. on the NSO. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. It's like this, like very. Have you ever wanted to ride on a fly a rocket belt? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> it's so very weird. weird. Anyway. Uh, so all in all, the gameplay, you know, it's good. Like 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 we were saying earlier, it's a flight simulator. I think for the SNES, it's pretty good mechanics, pretty good physics. Yeah, yeah. But it is difficult. Like just to jump into skydiving, for example. So the the way that skydiving works, like you're falling, right, and you have your arms and legs spread out, so to slow yourself down. But you kind of like tilt yourself forward or backward to like kind of start going forward or going backward. But it's how skydiving works in that if you were just like a pencil and going straight down. You'll be like falling like super fast, yep. but also you won't like change any direction. And so it's like some weird amount of like having to adjust the angle of your body so that you're sliding either forward or backward. But then rotation is separate. Like you can't angle yourself left or right. You have to only rotate yourself and then like angle forward or backward. It's too many sprites for early SNES. They didn't want to yeah. draw that many. <laughs> Fair, I suppose. But then in addition to that, like, so then you also maintains all your momentum. So if you're like kind of sliding forward, kind of falling forward, and then you rotate, then you try to go forward, you'll actually go at a diagonal. So it's like you have to like kind of plot your course and kind of curve into things. It's tricky. It is tricky. And for what it is, right. For what it is, I think that it does a really good job, especially on the SNES. Like there are a lot of things I'm like, wow, like they took this into account. You know, yeah. and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Now I have a question for you, Ollie. What's up? Of those four vehicles, because I know you got far enough to try them all, right? Yeah. Which like rank them least favorite to favorite? Least favorite to favorite. Yeah. 
or favorite to least favorite, whatever. Just just order them. Sure. I feel like this is the easy out, but probably parachutes the lowest. <laughs> Skydive is the lowest. Well, it's okay, just it's yeah. tricky. It takes it takes some getting used to. Uh, after that, I'd say a hang glider. I feel like hang glider is actually implemented fairly well, but it's also really tw- tricky having to like manage. Like you kind of fall at a certain rate, but also have to like nose up and try not yep. to like plumb into the ground and like yep. swivel and stuff. Rocket belt's actually pretty fun because you're just like in a rocket belt. You're in a jetpack and you're kind of zipping around. And that also like keeps your momentum when you're flying. Yeah, it's right? tricky. It's just, still like, tricky. Stop but you're more go. maneuverable. You're more maneuverable. Yeah, so it's a little sure. bit more fun. Yeah. Um, and then light plane's my favorite. Yeah. Just because it you feels know, like what I'm most used to. Like I've done other flight sims before. Yeah. And you know, I would rank them exactly the same, but instead of saying tricky, um, I would say the bottom two hang glider and skydiving is super janky. Like with the <laughs> SNES controller, like it, like a D pad, it just makes it so hard. And I like, I called, I messaged Ollie and I was like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I hate skydiving. And he's like, yeah, it's right. And that's all the emotional support I got. <laughs> So here's a question. Here's another question. Sure. I looked up the speed run for pilot wings. How fast do you think the world record is going through all eight lessons and beating the game? There's eight lessons. There's eight lessons. Yeah. Wow. But then there's like three per lesson, right? Uh, three or four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I mean, unless there's like other skips, is this like, is this glitchless? This is any percent. I don't believe there are any major glitches though. So it's basically just playing through the game. Like an hour. Like, I don't know of any way to an s- hour. go faster in that game. Maybe not an hour. Maybe like 30 minutes. 20 minutes and 8 seconds. Yeah. It was Yikes. sent 11 months ago by Hayfield Bay. Props to you, dude. Now, looking at the leaderboard, I recognized another name on there from another notable speedrunner. Second place is Darbian. Never heard of him. He used He, at one point, I think, held the record for Super Mario Bros., Really? And his best time is under the five-minute mark, which was like the big thing like five years ago. Sure, sure, sure. He's like a pretty notable speedrunner for Mario games and stuff. I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting that he speedrun pilot wings of all games. I don't follow the speedrunning community quite as much, so don't know a lot of the names, but that's neat. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right, let's talk about art. There's not a lot of it. <laughs> not a lot, no. Uh, some of the flight instructor portraits are kind of creepy <laughs> are hilariously creepy oh my gosh uh, i think i wrote right. down his name hold on lance, lance. I, I didn't even write it down i just knew his name <laughs> lance oh man i hate lance he like blinks at you oh man as far as like when you're actually playing the game yeah from up high the map looks pretty good yeah the map looks great as you get closer like the buildings are drawn in a way that look three-dimensional but as the closer you get to the ground you realize they're just 2d with like shading tricks sure but usually at that point, you're focusing a lot more on the small space. So it's probably fine. Yeah. Oh, quick thing. Uh, since this is a pilot episode, we should explain a little bit what we're doing here. So we played through the game. And then we have kind of segments that we want to talk about uh, different aspects of the game. So we just talked about gameplay. Um, this section, art, we kind of are using doubly to talk about both graphics as well as art direction. Because like some games, like obviously, if you're looking at like NES games, graphics are by modern standards, not all that great, but you can appreciate the art direction and vice versa. Yeah. You can look at something like, I don't know, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which has a lot of Arceus, Arceus, has some graphical issues, but art direction is pretty good. Yeah, like the art style, art direction, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would agree with you. Like, again, it's kind of a Mode 7 tech demo, one of the first games to use it. Very pixelated up close, but from a distance, not too bad. And I think partly because you had that zooming effect. Like, if you're playing F-Zero, it is a little bit pixelated, but you don't notice so much because you're yeah. at a fixed distance from the plane that you're driving around on. With this one, yep. because you're, like, literally landing on it, it can look kind of pixelated. But at least, like, art direction-wise, I think it looked pretty good. I, I think it's really... Title consistent and yeah, yeah. For, especially for a launch style i think it's it's good yeah it's a good mix of like kind of realistic but also a little bit cartoony not too bad i did really like the cool like dithered black and uh like kind of the grayscale images behind the instructions like if you kind of look closely you'll have like an actual image of like a plane that's kind of black and white dithered i, I don't did know if not you notice that, that. No, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool yeah i like that aspect Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So music. Music. I'll go first on music. Sure. Uh, I literally wrote down in my notes. I didn't find anything that really stuck out. Like if I heard Pilot Wings music, I don't know if I can tell you that's Pilot Wings music, but it also didn't detract from the experience. Sure. It's very, I will say that it's, it's subdued. Like, I don't know if it's just the way that they programmed the sound chip for this particular game, but it's low key. Like you, it doesn't even... The sound levels don't light, rise that high is what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's definitely background music. I will say, having played Smash Bros and the iconic Light Plane remix they did for Smash Bros, I, I like playing the Light Plane. Because it's yeah, like... It's just kind of fun to listen to. Yeah. No, for but sure. But they, they're also kind of like... I don't know if you noticed how sometimes sound fonts are shared between games. Like you can kind of also tell that like Pilot Wings has some sounds that kind of sound similar to F Zero. I don't know. I haven't played F Zero enough to know. Yeah, and some of you might listen find for that it. Listen for it. It can be kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, I'll it's, look for it. Especially like prominent with like Game Freak and their GBA games. Like if you play Pokemon Ruby or Sapphire or Emerald, or Drill Dozer or Pokemon Pinball, they all use the same instruments. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now. I may have touched Pokemon Pinball, but I have not touched Drill Dozer. So I'll have to I'll have to listen for it. Yep. Okay. Characters. Let's talk about the writing in general. Like we mentioned, there's not really a plot. The story is you getting a pilot's license. Well, I would even argue that like F Zero doesn't have a plot, at least the very first game. It's just a launch title. It's just like an arcade well, game. Now, I believe that there is a plot written in the instruction manual of F-Zero. Or like at least a backstory of F-Zero. I don't know that about Pilot Wings. I didn't look it up. But sure. agreed. It Like F-Zero is, if you just plug it in and play it, it's just a racing game. Yeah. Pilot Wings, it's a flight sim. Flight sims don't yep. have stories, right? Yep. You'll have the flight instructor saying like, you did a great job. Or you got to land on the land. <laughs> When you hit the water. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, there's not really story plot. Characters are the flight instructors. They can be slightly amusing. Their portraits are very... Anime. They have personality. The portraits have personality. Sure. That's putting it nicely. <laughs> okay, so in your playtime, do you have any fun stories of things that you did? I knew this segment was coming up, and I thought I had one, and then I forgot. It's okay. I'll go first. Go for it. Um, we also had the idea for this podcast of doing challenges. Oh, yeah. Right. So Ollie had expressed displeasure at how hard the rocket belt segments were. 
So I was going to message him and say, hey, you need to get a perfect score on a Rocket Belt level. And before I could message him, he sent me a picture of him getting a perfect score on a Rocket Belt level. So I just didn't challenge him to anything. <laughs> and the best thing is, the best thing is, I got that in 2019. Oh my gosh. How did you even find that? Well, it's just like the save state. I just loaded up the save state and that was what oh, it was. That's, it was just... that's what it was? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, <clears throat> but Ollie's challenge for me was to play the entire thing upside down. It's cruel. So I usually play on the TV, right? Uh, so I flipped myself upside down and held the controller upside down. Looking yeah, at the I was TV. playing for him to like s- s- do the switch upside down. but Yeah, but no, I had to like lay upside down. Now, Ollie and I had hopped into a like switch online play together, even though it's single player, so we could watch each other. And we like swapped off, right? And so I'm like flying and in my ear, Ollie's like, uh, well, you're, this is taking forever. You're going the wrong way. I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> and I ended up after like, Flying around for two minutes, just crashed into the water because I'm like, this is literally impossible. At least you got off the ground. <laughs> I tried to do the same thing and I couldn't even come off the runway. I kept flying off you... into the water. I didn't know how to take off. So that was my fun story. Other than that, I wouldn't say that I like was like, it. I was never like excited to play. I was like, oh, I should play this. You know, not as a chore, just like I'm going to play this a bit to get a feel for this game. I bet you it know, was that's... fun when it launched title. I think. Oh yeah, for it's... sure. It's one of those games where you kind of go back to play and it's a little bit hard, a little bit tiresome. Like, sorry to anybody who loves Super Mario 2. Super Mario 2 is just kind of like, okay, whatever. You're going around <laughs> getting turnips and you're jumping and throwing them and I don't really care to play this game. Yep. So similar kind of concept. Yep. True, true, true. You had to be there. You, you had, had to, to be there when you it had to be there yes. when it launched. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the next section is called Backs of the Box Quote. And that's either like something funny in the game you found or some funny quote on the back of the Got to land on the land, man. Got to land on the land. Land on the land. Freaking <laughs> land Lance. Land. <laughs> I hate Lance. <laughs> Lance. So I did pull up the back cover for Pilot Wings, and I did find oh. something funny. Is this an extremely 90s back cover? Yes. It's got like four screenshots. So it says the subtitle of the back. It says Pilot Wings, and it says, the sky's the limit. And I did get go too high, and I was in the sky. So I guess that's true. It warned me that I needed to descend. So I was upside down at the time. So I was a little confused. Okay. Now, one section of this says, and I'll read it straight off the box. The realism is incredible as the Super NES takes you airborne with multidimensional graphics and the skylines and the freedom to fly wherever you like, unless you go too high and then you have to go back down. So there you go. Multidimensional. Multidimensional. More than one. And the realism is incredible. For the time, Which, maybe. For the time, sure. But now it's like, <laughs> I would say it's still pretty good. Like it wasn't until like I started to notice the mode seven. Like for years, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. And then I realized what it was, and then I was like, okay, this isn't quite as fancy, but it's still quite good. We want to have a section called listener letters where you can send in. This is assuming that anyone's actually going to listen to this. <laughs> hey, I'm going to send this to my siblings to your mom. who also play video games. And they can be like, yeah, I'm going to play this a little bit this week. And I'm going to send a message about it. You know? Great. I'll send so, it to all my friends. If you're listening, right, then please contact us. Your thoughts on the game that we're playing. And we'll maybe read them out if we think that they're yeah. well-crafted. Yeah. So now comes to the part where we kind of rate our experience with the game. Oh, yeah. Now, there are four thumbs present. So the game yep. could get up to four thumbs. Sounds so the good. question is, how many thumbs are we going to give this game? Okay. Uh, I will give it one thumb up. One out of two thumbs from Ollie. 
Yep. I think it's a good game. I think it's fun. Um, I think it's more a sign of my relative experience with video games and wanting more rich experiences and also having a job and not having a whole lot of time to play video games. Uh, but it's a good game. And I think it's like, there's not a whole lot of flight sims that I played, but whenever I want to scratch that itch, why not? Right. Mm, okay. Oh, that's pretty okay. good. It's so for me, it's a classic. I'll just put it, it is, that way. It's it classic. is very classic. So very, classic. I'm unfortunately going to give it zero thumbs up. Not oh. because I don't think that it was bad, but I wouldn't recommend the game to someone. Be like, hey, really? you should try out Pilot Wings. Really? I would much rather say, hey, Pilot Wings 64, great game. Okay. You should go Fair play enough. it, right? I don't see, like, if you want to get the experience of Pilot Wings, go for it. But I'm not going to go up to somebody and be like, hey, I recommend you play Pilot Wings. Does that make sense? I, I recommend it from like a historical context. Like if right. you want to do like a survey of important video games, I think it's a pretty important one. I mean, you could maybe argue that like one of the other major Mode 7 games is important, but I thought it was a good one. And it's it's well done. It's, I think it has aged. Sure. You know, sure. and there are you know, other mode seven games. So for me, it's more of a novelty, right? Yeah. So if you want to experience it, feel free, go play it, right? It, you can probably get a feel for the game in like lesson up to through lesson three, because you'll have played all the main aircrafts. Yep. Right. Uh, that's if you're good, it'll take you, I don't know, apparently less than 20 minutes. But if you're a normal plebe, like the rest of us, a plebeian, um, it'll take you, I don't know, maybe an hour. And then you'll be like, okay, cool. The hang glider is kind of janky. And then you can move on with your life. So, yeah. And that is kind of the benefit of these, like, I don't know if I like subscription services all too much. I like being able to, like, have a copy of the game and not lose it whenever I end my subscription. But right, yeah. to be able to sample a lot of different games, it's perfect for that. This is a perfect is. sampling really game. Yeah, I think so. I think you're, you hit the nail on the head, Ollie. Thank you. So, I mean, do you have anything else to talk about? Anything else you want to mention? before we roll the dice on the next game that we're going to try out? Uh, not about pilot wings. I don't think so. Not in specific. So, all right. So this is the part where we push the play button on my program. This game was released on the SNES in 1995, December 22nd. It is earthworm Jim Two. Oh, earthworm Jim. Yeah. Oh, earthworm Jim. Now I remember we rented this game. When I was one or two, I think we rented the second one. This one. Oh, oh what I'm asking is, did we roll the? the oh, we rolled two on, because the, the one on the thing did, Yeah. So Nintendo Switch Online. Anyway, yeah, Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. So we rented this game, and I was like, "This is the weirdest looking game I've ever played." Um. So I'm, I I think I've started it up maybe once since then. Very particular. Very particular art style. Very, I'm pretty very sure it was a famous accent. cartoonist that did it. So, I, again, not to get too much into personal stories before the next episode, but like, it's kind of annoying how many video games I experienced in the basements of people I know, <laughs> and they're always like really scary. But my cousin had an old PC in the basement and had Earthworm Jim on there, and he also had a Slimer puppet from Ghostbusters that terrified us anytime we did sleepovers. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to Earthworm Jim. That'll be fun. Yeah, I am hoping 
that I enjoy it this time because I didn't really enjoy it as a kid, but hopefully it will be good. We'll see. So if you'd like to join us, boot up whatever you have, your Nintendo Switch, if you have the SNES cartridge, go for it. And we're going to be playing Earthworm Jim 2. Try it out and write us what you think. And like, subscribe, we'll leave, leave a comment. <laughs> this is not a YouTube video. <laughs> smash, smash that like button, y'all. <laughs> Follow us on whatever podcast thing listening of your choice we haven't decided yet yeah (laughs) and we'll see you next time have fun